Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Going to get back into the swing of things with the phone calls coming up here shortly. Pete Futek at collegefootballnews.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline right now. Pete, how you been? I'm fine, you know. It, hey, I'll take 68 and sunny forever, however long it's going to take, however long it's going to last. And Because uh, you're right, I'm here in Chicago, and it's going to get lousy and bad very quickly. But uh, for right now, yeah, it's pretty much all right. Yeah, I don't mind this weather whatsoever. I'd like to see it about 20 degrees warmer, but that's just me. I, I, uh, I, I am completely sick and tired of all my friends in L.A. and other places saying, oh, I'm so bored. I just I go swimming every day, and... You know, I take my walk right. outside, and I'll say, cut it out. No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> come live in a place where you can't go outside because it's freezing, and then we'll talk. I am uh, sitting here today debating which bike I want to take. I'm thinking about taking my pedal I'm, bike to I'm, the path and getting up. a workout. Yeah, I am. And then you I, know, I'm going to do the same thing. I am a wuss when it comes to biking. I cannot do it when it's under 65 degrees. I am ready to go after we do this. Yep, either that or maybe uh, jumping on the motorcycle and doing a little wind therapy and self-distancing that way, one of the two. So I'll, I'll, I'll figure Please. it out at some point. Absolutely. So you, first and foremost, let me ask you this. Uh, in your thought, the likelihood of the college football season starting on time? Uh, as is, I highly doubt it. I think I've been just floored across the board at just how inept – the sports uh, big wigs are in every sport at trying to figure something out. Now, I, I forgetting for a moment, obviously the uh, obvious that there's more important things than this. Uh, but for the people who actually have to try to figure out how to get sports going, uh, just the, the logistics of getting, like for example, baseball. Like, how do you not somehow figure out how to get this up and running in some way? But the one thing that seems to be delusional across the board and nowhere worse than college football is this concept of you have to have fans in the stands because that's not happening. We're not getting fans into the ballparks and into the stadiums until there is some sort of vaccine or cure because there's just no way to do this responsibly. So until we have that, until we have a way to quickly test every player, so that you know that the, all everybody on that field is tested fine and everyone's okay. You can't have a sport. It's easier when you're you've got a smaller you know, a sport with smaller number of players like basketball or baseball. Football is logistically tough, but I think you're so much time here. It's possible to do it to an extent, but the uh, my problem is across the board. Whether it's the draft, whether it's Wimbledon, whether it's football is they're trying to make it like it was and like normal, and that can't happen. If you just want the basic, is how do we get our players on the field and televise it? I think there's possibly a way to do that. I uh, I would believe so. I think any major sport, baseball is considering doing something to that extent right now. 
Um, any major sport, I think, can do it. When it comes to football, uh, specifically college football, there is so many things that have to go into place because if you're going to – at what point do you if – if you are going to open up a campus and bring students back – then you're inviting whatever it is, this, this coronavirus, back into the campuses, and then you've got to quarantine sure. your football team. Otherwise, oh. do you just bring back football, or are you bringing back all sports? And You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, exactly. there's so many things that go with college that, ha- that are so much different than the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and, and NHL. Exactly. I do think that the NFL is going to figure this one out because they just they seem to be all, you know, all steam ahead, and they're They'll, they'll find some way to get their product televised. There's too much of a vested interest, but you're dead on right. College, there's a, a bunch of different parts of this. You're right, the campus, the students, uh, the non-revenue sports. So it's different for having, if you don't have fans in the stands for, you know, a Jacksonville Jaguars game or something, you can survive as an owner on the TV revenue because that's really where the bread and butter is anyway. For a college, you know, if you don't get those 100,000 people in the stands, if you're Tennessee or Michigan, that affects everything. It's different if you're a Mac school. You can, you know, Kent State gets 4,000 fans in, in, the, in the ballpark every, every time out. So it's not that big a deal. I, I honestly think that they've got to get creative and just realize it's just for right now. Like, right now, you say, you know what, non-revenue sports, we're going to have enough to be able to fill out the Title IX requirements, make sure the female athletes are able to, uh, to get out there and compete and do what they do. But other than that, every other non-revenue sport, is on hold for the foreseeable future because you can have football and college, major college basketball and survive on the revenue off of that. You just can't pay for everything else. So it, it stinks. No one likes it. But I think you got to get creative when it comes to this. And, again, the problem is these places rely so much on the, the revenue coming from the fans being in the, in the place. You gotta ditch that idea for now. Hopefully, there's something that comes up and everything's all right, and then you just turn the machine back on. But it's not just the fans; it's the security, it's the uh, everything that goes into you know, hosting something with that many people. You know, the whole idea of you know Nebraska uh, football Saturday, Lincoln, Nebraska Memorial Stadium is like the fifth largest city in the state. Well, you don't, you can't really afford to use that infrastructure right now. So again, if you could just nail it down to the basics and say. We're going to get the players on the field. They're going to be healthy, and they're going to play, and we're going to turn the camera on it. I think you, if you're creative, you can figure that one out. Uh, you brought up the Title IX situation because that is where you can get into a contentiousness when it comes to yep. legality. And, I, you know, to me, I think when we look at major college football programs, they're the ones that generate the revenue for the majority of the athletic department. I wonder how many, if, say, the football teams began playing and no other sports were allowed to play, I wonder how many sports would acquiesce and say, look, we understand, or if there would be an outcry to say, why not us too? Well, let's take it to the other level, too, where uh, if I'm a college student and I just, well, I've got, I, anecdotal, I've got friends whose kids are having the same issues right now where, if I'm a college student, I don't care about sports, and I went there to go to school, and I paid my tuition, my rent, my you know, the board, everything else that goes into being a regular college student, and I'm not getting that money back from the second half of the semester that I totally missed, and the whole online thing didn't really work. Uh, I want a refund on that, and I'm seeing, well, 
it's so nice that these coaches are taking pay cuts to support the athletic department. Well, how about the regular students who aren't who are just getting totally hosed with life savings and all everything that goes into that? There, there's a, an optics thing that's happening here too that has to be figured out as well. With that said, I think the idea of again, sports don't matter and all that, but they kind of do. I mean, in terms of morale, in terms of just feeling like okay, there's something like there's something that works. There's a way to work the problem. If they can figure out how to get sports in some form back, I just think morale-wise, that is a massive thing. And not to get political in any way here, shape, or form here, but I think that's kind of one of the main reasons why, uh, at least in the current administration, that they are going to try to move heaven and earth to get football up in September and October, because that would be a major political uh, win for them that they're going to trumpet. And if there's not football, then the concept of, Hey, this country's really in trouble. Is really going to sting come November. Talking with Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, and you hear about some of these coaches that'll take pay cuts and such. Um, they're making some of these coaches are making incredible amounts of money. Look, if if I'm coaching at Buffalo, uh, I'm not making you know five million or six million dollars, obviously. But some of these coaches, they say, "Well, I'll give you back twenty percent." Well. You know, it's it's twenty percent of five million is you know while it's a lot of money to you and I, it's not a it's a drop in the bucket to what they get anyway because most of the time they get free housing and such on campus unless they go buy some massive mansions. So you know, should we see more of a give back from some of these coaches nationally, some of these bigger name, bigger program coaches? Nah, not unless it's optics. You know, not unless they're trying to you know give, generate a little goodwill and PR. I mean, obviously, you know how many. You know, you know, sailboats does uh, Nick Saban have to water need to water ski behind? But it, it's yeah, you made your deal. Like, look, it's you know, business is business. You know, it's it's on. And this is where I think going forward, the idea of how are sports going to change as we know it. And I and I think one of the main areas is going to possibly be at colleges being like, wait a minute here, we kind of can't afford all these buyouts and payouts. Uh, what, there's some weird stat going back to Nebraska where they're still paying out something crazy like $20 million a year, you know, for coaches from three ten years ago. Like it's it just the, the 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 economics of coaching is just ridiculous when it comes to these places. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. They they should be able to do that. But the, the crazy, you know, how far out of whack this is. The other night they had the uh, Missouri Nebraska classic kick uh, game in 1997. Missouri head coach Larry Smith at that time, in 1997, was making $180,000 a year. Like, I, I think now <laughs> it's gotten so crazy that that's going to be one of the areas that some of these schools are going to be like, all right, we can't do these type of deals anymore with these types of coaches. Uh, hey, before I let you go, I also want to ask you, so if the football season gets pushed back, what is the point of no return to have a football season? Is it the end of September uh, at what point do you say, you know what, we're going to have to scrap this? I'm a Mac Brown believer on this, and, and I'm tired of the, the worst people to ask about these things are football coaches because most football coaches are so myopic, they don't even know that there's a coronavirus right now. They're just, they're just out there doing their football things, and every single coach is like, yeah, we're going to get out there because that's kind of the way they are. And a lot of them are like, well, we're going to need like three months. We've got to get our strength and conditioning guys together. We have to have everybody in place. We have to have our players together and make sure we can do this. Whereas, like, Mac Brown's like, look, just give me 15 practices. We'll get the guys going. We'll get out there and we'll play. Like, I, I don't think you need as much time as necessary. And, again, I'm going back to the idea of it's not going to be perfect. 
you're not necessarily going to have college football season like it is normal. But you can have it where you have players out there playing on the field in front of a television camera that a bajillion people are going to watch because everybody is going to watch sports instantly the second they are back on. I completely agree. Pete, it's always a pleasure, buddy. Uh, as things go on, we'll touch base in just a little bit. Obviously, the NFL draft right around the corner for college football players yeah. that are coming out. So we got all that coming up, and we'll touch base then again, okay? Anytime. Hang in there. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go, Pete Futek of collegefootballnews.com, now probably going out of his out of his abode down there in Chicago, going to jump on a bike and pedal someplace just to get out and enjoy a little bit of the sunshine and a little bit of the weather. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.